Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Center Game Podcast. I'm Alexander. I'm Zach. Today, well, so here's the thing, is that the reason why we haven't done this podcast since, uh, what, July is because school. If you don't like that, deal with it. But otherwise, we're just going to have Zach rant about cyberpunk and also talk about what, what we've been up to since uh, July. So, Zach, do uh, you want to start your rant? What if uh, cyberpunk? Um, I was scammed. Hmm. I was. I did CD Projekt. Now, I was thinking about this earlier today. CD Projekt Red is, well, CD Projekt is the parent company of CD Projekt Red. I have nothing against the developers of the game, the individual programmers. They work their ass off, that I know. Uh, they let it out in an unfinished state. And if you look back to the original trailer back from, you know, 2013. Yeah. Yeah, they said the game will come out when it's ready. If that's what games are when it's ready. An unstable finished bucky mess, and I played it when it was released on Wednesday night. Hmm. And it was everything had a sort of film grain to it, and it was fuzzy. And you thought the frame rate was bad then? Oh, it was very inconsistent now. And I've had two crashes so far in my 38 hours of playing the game. When you say crashes, do you mean console crashes or game crashes? No. Game crash. Crashes oh. me out of the game. Hmm. Which for $60, that should not happen. Especially when you say it will be released when it's done. If that's what when it's done sounds like... CD Projekt is exactly like girls. All girls are the same. CD Projekt is the same as other video game publishers. Other AAA publishers, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Because let's be honest, since, ever since the eighth generation of gaming started, this has been commonplace. Yeah. I mean, we all thought Bethesda was good. Uh, Fallout 76 happened. Mm-hmm. We all thought CD Projekt was good. Cyberpunk happened. Yeah. Not saying that Cyberpunk is not a good game. And at least that was very stable. Or stable. If I recall, the, the launch of Fallout 76 wasn't stable at all. It wasn't stable for a long time. It still looks like shit, because that's just the engine that they had, that they built off of it, which was the same engine that they used in Skyrim, because I know because people have data-minded and found source code related to the dragons from Skyrim. Hmm. And I think even goes older than that, it uses source code from even before Skyrim. Uh, yeah, all video game publishers are the same. I have no faith in any of them. What about uh, Sony Santa, Santa Monica? That's a developer. Oh. That's a developer. And and when I told you, I was like, I'm, I was let down. And then you said to me, in our group me, that... Yeah, we were let down by pre-orders. You for Cyberpunk, me by Blops Cold War. And yeah, I call it Blops. Deal with it. Right. 
And I was like, yeah, it's like maybe the new God of War is that's a big maybe to pre-order. But I have a great example. You remember the last video game franchise that I adored, loved, and praised and got a sequel with? Was are you talking about Metal Gear Survive? Nope. Last of Us Part Two. Oh yeah. Very recent. Yep. So yeah, never pre-order again. Don't pre-order. And uh, so you know how, um, let's see, you know how uh, Last of Us 2, um, to go on a segue for a second here, you know how Last of Us 2 got Game of the Year? <laughs> so um, if, I, if I recall, you said, I can't believe it or something along those lines. And I said, would you expect, would you expect anything less from the Oscars of video games? Exactly. Dude, that game got best soundtrack the same year that Doom Eternal came out. Yeah, Ghost of Tsushima didn't have a bad soundtrack either. Yeah, and I, I watched uh, one of the YouTubers I subscribed to. Is he talked about Final Fantasy remake? I was like, oh, I that was heard, that was so good. I have heard some songs and tracks from that one, so I could understand why the remake could win. But do, Doom Eternal, I would sacrifice my firstborn son to re-experience that game all over again. Mm-hmm. Although one point against FF7 remake is that it's a remake. The songs, most of the songs have already been written. They just reorchestrated it. Yeah. Because on the PS1, it's not CD quality audio as much as they'd like you to think it is. Um, it. Um, by by that I mean it's not like a full, a true orchestra because they're using the PS1 soundtrack to make the sounds. And so if you listen to the Final Fantasy VII soundtrack. It doesn't sound like real instruments. It sounds like it's coming out of a sound chip, which it is. So, Oh, I saw RoboCop, the first one, back from 1987, for the first time yesterday. Really? I miss the 80s. I, yeah, I miss the time 20 years before we were born, too. I, well, that was more like to the 90s, but think about it. That's when one Hollywood came up with mostly original ideas. Mostly. But, I mean, in RoboCop, it's about political satire, about, you know, every media, capitalization, corporation, crime, greed, greed, corruption. So it was about all that which was in RoboCop. And it's about, and it promotes an actual good cop with good values, which that would be, oh, 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 do that in 2020. No, no, no. Can't have that happening. It's about a guy trying to figure out his humanity again after getting brain wiped. And think about it. It has my favorite things. It has over-the-top corny criminals. It has corporate greed. Boobs. Political satire. Cocaine. Lots of explosions. And blood, guts, and bullets. And gore. My favorite things. I miss the 80s. Uh, I, I, the, I didn't know that you liked corporate greed. I thought, I thought that you hated it. Well, I mean, it's funny when it's funny. That's fair. And when it's kind of political satire, which it's funny. It's funny in the same, which the same director that did RoboCop did Starship Troopers, the first one. I was like, oh yeah, I can see it because that one yeah, was also sense. political satire. Um, do you, do you, do you remember how uh, like a year or so ago I found some like bootleg DVDs? That guy sold me? Yeah. Uh, Starship Troopers was one of them. 
I love that movie. Still haven't so, I need to see it. Oh, it's a beautiful movie too. And you know how it, you know, there's hot people in Rock Well, there's hot people in Starship Troopers and Koei locker rooms, the same as in Robocop. It's like truly a progressive time. <laughs> what? They're all the same chest? Everyone had, like I watched a nostalgia critic for rated like ratings yesterday night. Said it's like everyone has nipples, but all oh, you show a nipple in a movie, that's an R rating. Uh, actually, um, actually, purchase of glasses. Female nipples cannot be shown. Male nipples, nipples, that's fair game. Oh, because there's such a difference between, I mean, please, on how obesity is all over this country. It's male hat, men have boobs. Let's be fair. Boobs yeah. are just sacks of fat. Just two sacks of fat on a chest. In fact, um, I go as far, okay, maybe not, but I, I might go as far to say that saying that they can't show female breasts uh, as opposed to male breasts is actually sexist. Checkmate, film industry. You're sexist. Again. <laughs> Even though they promote that they're so woke. Mm-hmm. I was like, hmm, I think someone is lying here. And people say, boy, you only want to see boob sack. Oh, of course, I love boobs. Why, why wouldn't I? I don't care. So back, so back to cy- cyberpunk. There's also one thing I learned too, hmm. because in cyberpunk, I was I didn't know if they would actually do it or not, but they actually show genitalia. They show, they show dick and they show pussy. Hmm. Yeah, they actually do in the character customization screen, and um. Oh, um, that's really it. You uh, you told me about um, the glitch when the character customizer. Oh yeah, where that's not character customizer is sometimes uh, that well, I know I've seen some glitches of this where the dick pops out of the pants, and I've had it where you for my character, which is male, is by switching pants it will glitch out or more like load in the new pants in a character screen, and you will see his dick. And I thought that instantly meant NC-17 ready. No, I learned you can show genitalia, you just can't show the act of penetration. Well, here's like, the, oh, here's yeah. Here's the thing oh, yeah, because like, a 17-year-old can't put two and two together. A key can't go into a lock. Like, what's this thing? And it's just, it look compatible. How does it work? I mean, here's I the thing about game rating, Zach. Um, the thing is that so the only thing above M is AO, adults only. There are two types of AO games. Well, three. And the third is GTA San Andreas. <laughs> the second one a is... A coffee mod. Yes. Uh, the second one is gambling. Like, full-on gambling with real money. And the third one is, of course, porn. Yeah, but... The act of penetration is that... I mean, all you could do with that game is hookers and romance choices and then one with stout which is a kind of one night hookup fling but it's like the act of penetration makes it adults only i was like oh yeah because 17 year olds we can't figure out that a key is supposed to go into a lock okay so the thing is um i mean they surely they reference it in dialogue right Oh yeah, they moan very heavily. No, 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 I meant like like words, like innuendos and all that. 
as it's far as I've seen, there's not really any talking in the sex scenes. There's just yeah, a lot. Of I meant like I meant like before the sex scenes. Is is the oh, yeah. you can't tell me there's no um, there's no like innuendos about like uh, mind if I put my cable in your port that type of stuff. You can't tell me that they don't have that in the game. They gotta have that in the game. They probably do. I haven't seen it, but I mean I haven't. I've is been they, too busy they, doing side quests around and go back to a hooker. Because like, um, if they don't, if they, um, if they have that in there, then it makes up for not explaining penetration. Because because it gives it gives the same message to the children, you know. Oops, seventeen year olds. Oh God, children. Don't legally adult when you're eighteen. I mean, it's over. Like. Like seventeen year olds, like teenagers, please most teenagers nowadays with their virginity way before they're seventeen. Except us, of course. Uh, I'm a I'm a nerd that's a prick. It's gonna be a while. I'm a nerd who didn't who who didn't know where where I where the right place to look. So Yep. Yep. I just learned that I was like, that's so stupid. It was like especially with this, because you see hips thrusting and heavy bone and I was like, oh yeah, you don't think teenagers can put two to two together? But the act of penetration makes an adult only? I'm like, so you can show breast heavy moaning in hip thrusting. But not that, that just boggles me, man. I was like, what is the difference? Well, I think, okay, another thing I think the difference is, is in my, so in my mass media class I took a little last year, um, they told us that the difference between the, what, what qualifies as, as porn is if you, you know it when you see it. And if they were literally showing people having sex with full-on penetration in a game, people would label it for, as porn. But since they don't, people label it as a game that happens to have sex in it. Do you see the difference? I see the difference, but that's a pretty stupid difference. Like, you can't know what's like, oh, I don't see the genitals coming together. It must not be happening. They must just be vigorously uh, bashing into one another. That that must be happening. Right. Well, blame, blame, blame the legal system. That's literally what their opinion is. That's their policy. That is such a dumb opinion. Have those people so have sex? I'm a, I'm as virgin as you can get, and I know better. What the hell? Right. I was like, what? Like heavy moaning and hip thrusting. It, everyone's naked, but you don't see the genitalia come together. That's such a difference. Like what the hell? <sighs> Government. Mm -hmm. Mo useless most of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do I like about Cyberpunk? I can deal with glitches as long as they're not game-breaking and affect gameplay. Resolution and textures, I could deal with popping as long as it's not game-gameplay-breaking. I cannot deal with inconsistent frame rate. Because some people on the internet say 30 frames per second is unplayable. I was like, I grew up on 30 frames per second. Are you kidding me? Hell, in some games, we were lucky if we hit 30 FPS most times. 
the like, thing about so the history of frame rates basically like it was it, so for a while it was 30 then in the fifth and in the fifth and sixth gens like ps1 ps2 it was almost always 60 and then hd happened and all of a sudden it's back to 30 again for no reason yeah they put, they put more focus on graphics that um than frame rate i guess yeah I just I can't deal with inconsistent frame rate. I I grew up on thirty frames per second. Like I don't understand how that's unplayable. Like, huh? I think the the only way that can be the case is if you're doing like a competitive multiplayer shooter. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. But otherwise, like seriously, that's your that's your priorities. You're not caring about like game breaking glitches, graphical glitches. Uh... I mean, first glitch I saw on Corporal Life Path is uh, a T poser. I'm like, the signs of the gods have led me here. It was like, and I saw that it was like, oh, I'm in for a treat. Uh, and then CD Projekt says there's a January and a February patch. I was like, is this a live service? Fuck me. I'm not. I'm not gonna get there. I'm not gonna get your expansions. No, you gotta earn my trust. Those expansions better be good. They better be amazing. For Cyberpunk, your multiplayer better be unique and amazing. Because they also said they're gonna put microtransactions into it. It's like, oh, you're walking a thin line. What else? I mean, the shoot, I mean, the actual combat gameplay is decent, you know, the shooting. Now, I'll let you guys know, the last first-person shooter I, I've been on, and I've been on for six months, is Doom Eternal. That is like droplets of blood from God perfection. That is like if they sacrifice the virgin, it's like, okay. Doom Eternal gameplay. Hell, not even one, multiple. Uh, the hacking is decent. How, but how, does, how does the hacking work? Okay, so there's one cyber where, uh, where it's like how much RAM you have to use with, and then you can breach a protocol, which pretty much like hack into a machine or people and if you successfully match numbers in an order that needs to be done then it costs one less ram to do an action hmm. and an action can be ping which allows you to find like if they have turrets then you know where the turrets are and all the enemies you know for a short time short circuit which will i mean where i have it has an enemy's health Overheat, which will light them on fire for a short time. Then you have turn off, cyberware, reboot optics, poison, and multiple other things. And if they still have it in the game from the promotional trailers that came out a few years back, who knows? You could, if you're on the right build, eventually blow someone up into a grenade. Hmm. Yeah. I don't you know if they have that. Or not. You mean their body explodes at yeah. like, wow. 
yeah, the body will explode. I don't know if they have that or not. I'm not running that path. I'm going for a strong solo tank build. Hmm. Which, there are turrets in the game, which you have enough technical ability, you can hack them and hack them and, you know, help you out. Or if you go with a strength build like I'm doing, is I literally rip the turret off and just go as a Terminator and just shoot everyone with a machine gun. So I like the RPG elements. The gameplay's fine. I like the idea of using the hacking in gameplay, the, in the shooting, to help. Adds a little bit more depth. So, so you know the, the Deus Ex games? Yeah. Uh, so the way the hacking works in those games, it, or at least the, the most recent two, so Mankind Divided and Human Revolution, is um, you know those, um, you know how you'll, you'll see like icons in on things of like this is where the server is this is where the pcs are that type of stuff it'll be yeah. like a map um basically you navigate that and you can open you can like block pathways for the so okay so basically you're, you um there's a line coming at you at your icon that when it reaches you then you'll be then the then the hacking will stop because you'll be in an alarm will sound uh, but if you get to the place they're supposed to hack by bypassing uh, firewalls, then you um, then you can then you unlock the lock. But if the, but if they catch you, the alarm goes off. It's better. It's easier to explain with a visual aid. Yeah. Um. The side missions so far. I mean, there's usually just like NCPD side missions where you would either kill a bunch of criminals and just kill a gang leader, kind of like a leader of a small group of a gang, or do some investigation and find, like, loot and then retrieve the loot. And then there's gigs by fixers, and that's pretty much the two side missions. And there's another type there, which is the more unique type, which the first side mission I came across was I had to pick up a guy, bring, her to, bring him to a ripper, who is a doctor, a ripper doc, and he had to go there because he had a faulty model of a discontinued series of Robodick. Yeah, wait, that's what they call him? No, that's what I just called him. It's a oh. fault. He had a faulty series of a Robodick product. Hmm. And so his was like constantly on fire, and uh, his lady that night didn't like it. Hmm. So it felt he actually said it like felt like it was going through a pencil sharpener. I was like, this is hilarious. And then there's a bunch of school kids walking across the streets, like, don't just mow them down. I'm like, what the hell? I, I love that side. That was a good side mission. And then what happens one... if, what happens if you kill civilians in the game? Uh cops get reported on you and they just automatically teleport on you. It's the same thing as in Red Dead 2. Because didn't you know they had teleportation back in 1900? I believe you told me about that. <laughs> exactly. You didn't know that? Well, that's just history. Very rare, but it only happens during you. I mean, Rockstar would promote, it's like, it's so realistic. But I spent like over an hour planning a train heist in the open world. Because I did a train heist in the story. It's like, this is fucking cool. I want to do this in the open world. So I had to specifically find a right wagon or vehicle. I had to wait to find it, kill everyone on board, loot them, 
and then go to a train track that I specifically found that was good. It was pretty far away from two towns. And I stopped it right in the middle. And then I let go of the horses and I told them to go. And so I stopped the train and then I kind of stealthily killed a few of the guards and then all hell broke loose. So I killed some of the other guards and then I started robbing people. So one person did give me what I needed, I would shoot them. I'd shoot their head out, just like, okay, now who else wants to? Another person wanted to, I'd shoot them in the leg, let them bleed out, it's like, make an example of them. But if one person gets away and you become, you know, wanted, I was like, it's like, okay, so maybe it take like 10 minutes for them to get into the town, take like 15 minutes for the cops to get to the train. For me, it'd take like 15 minutes for the cops to get to me in whichever town he went to. So it'd be like, I have like 25 minutes of just pure robbing for me to do. So take about 20 minutes. I just ride on my horse. They never spot me. No, they instantly teleport. I, they would I, teleport right on you when you become wanted. I was like, realistic, my ass. I think I know why this is the case because actually there's a theory about this for real life that any, every, uh, if you aren't looking at something, it doesn't exist. I don't really understand the theory, but Basically, um, as far as the game is concerned, if you can't see the person running the, running the town, they might as well be in town. That's so stupid, though. It's, like, it's meant to be very realistic. It's like, I calculate, I would at least have 10 minutes, and then, you know, the cops have to organize and figure out what to do. It takes about five minutes, so it takes about 10 minutes for the cops to get here. I have, like, 20 minutes. This pure mayhem right on my horse. They never find me. I think... I, so you know how programming has a lot of math in it? Yeah. The game likes math, but it doesn't like your math. It only cares about its own math. It's very self-centered. It doesn't care about anyone else but its own math. So the cops are instantly teleport. So uh, Cyberpunk works the same way, too. And apparently they promoted the game to have an, a great cop AI that could end up cops in night city are corrupt you know the police is corrupt in night city so you could bribe them to mm. leave you alone and it's like the smart ai they would have no they're dumb as bricks it's a dumb system it's, it's pretty much like gta it's just a wanted level and they'll just spawn on you and then they will chase you but then if you hide or go away long enough they'll just drop finding you i was like huh this is, no. Also, the open world is kind of bland because in Red Dead 2, you know, you can come across people along the street would want to help or you, help, or you would hear screams off in the distance. Dude, I saw one time for a guy who was most likely high on shrooms, he was butt naked. I saw him on the other end of a river, the other side of the river, and he was doing coyote howling noises. And I hated wolves and coyotes at that game. I was like, Oh shit, I just got my pistol ready. I was like, oh, it's just him. So I'm just like riding along with my horse and I just see him run run off. I was like, what the hell? I just see wolves chasing behind. I was like, oh, no, I'm not helping him. I'm not dealing with wolves. He can die. Whoever got paid to voice act the wolf howling, like of that one guy, must be very proud of himself. Whoever programmed that to happen like just randomly is a genius and i love it because i was talking to a friend who also pre-ordered cyberpunk like i did 
this was like, I was think 30 hours in, it was like, Red Dead Redemption 2 seems to be more of an RPG than cyberpunk. Damn. Or at least like the open world. The open world felt a lot more lived in. It was a big open world, but it felt very lived in. Hmm. And there were a lot of side missions, which was just your stereotypical side mission on shooty, shooty, bang, bang, get money. But there was some that was specifically character driven and they had their own characters in it. And then you would come across random people. I mean, I came across the Ku Klux Klan a couple times. I came across prisoners who would want to be want to be freed, or you could capture them and take them into town and you could pay for them. What else? Person caught in bear traps, snake bite. There were a lot of things there, person. Mountain lions, bears, boys. There was a lot of different unique stuff in the open world that I did too. So that's what I mean. That is more of an RPG, a free RPG than Cyberpunk seems to be in my almost 40 hours playing the game. And I put probably over 100 hours in a Red Dead too. Took me like three months, I think, to do everything I wanted. It's like three or four. Also not saying that the cops were the best because of course it they came up with teleportation in the nineteen hundreds, but they but they never wanted that to happen throughout there, only for you. And then if you racked up a bounty, bounty hunters could track you and come after you, which I thought that was a cool system. Hmm. Yeah, and then take and then it would only be zones, so there'd be like five zones, and you have different bounties in each zone. If you go to a new zone, let's say you don't have a bounty there, no one will track you or hunt you down. And you cool. also pay off your bounties. It's like, yes, this game seems more like an RPG than cyberpunk. Cough, cough, Skyrim. Yeah. So, I did play... A tiny bit of Alien Isolation in October. I played some some of the original Bioshock. And I played a lot of Monster Hunter World. I'm trying to do everything there. Because I am about almost 360 hours in that game. I've had it since I was like 17. Wow. So. I was like, you only got it now? I was a bit ago. That's not healthy. It's like, I've had it for three years. That's fine. That's, uh, that's, that's like playing one hour every three days. Don't tell me that's not healthy. Yeah. I was like, you can't tell me that. There, I have spent most of my life sitting in a chair listening to a people talk and blab about me for eight hours of a day. Don't talk to me about what's healthier than that. So is that all you got for Cyberpunk? Um... Oh, there is some decent role-playing in the game because you can choose different life paths, which can open up different dialogue options. And I was like three of them. was like Street Kid, Nomad, Corpo. But also with the side quest that I came across, which was an ex-police officer. He recently retired off the force. And he was having depression issues. And then, so there was a choice for me, which I'm a strength build, where I would talk to him with like the strength skill. I was like, Warriors like us know what it's like losing someone who we like and love. 
And so that seemed like to really connect with him. And then you talked with some of his cops on the force, wait a couple hours, and then he ended up killing himself. And the cops were very sad about it. They were depressed over it too. And I just heard that they're they're all crying. I was like, wait, what happened? I guess I skipped time. I was like, what happened? Oh. Oh 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 damn. F. I was like, that that got dark real quickly. So I'm just thinking about it. I was like, could he have survived? I don't know. But yeah, that's that was in V's apartment building. Um, the skills is decent. That's a decent skill tree. It's pretty in-depth. It's not the deepest, but it's a good skill tree. I like the cyberware, though. I thought that's where most of its RPG would be in, is the cyberware. So that's all I have to talk about cyberpunk. I'd say right now, maybe like an 8 out of 10, 7 maybe, if you're on like depends how much you like popping. Because if you're in the Badlands, which is just a desert, then it, it's a pretty good looking game then because there's not much to render. But once you go in the city, oy, frame rate gets, can get inconsistent real quick. What what if uh, what if there's listeners playing it on PC? Then what then what, what do you what then what would you give it? How powerful is your PC? Hypothetically, let's just say pretty powerful. Uh, top, like top tier stuff, not sure, just like not? really, just like pretty powerful, but not top of the line, but just pretty powerful. And I've seen what it looks like power. on PC, and it's oh, boy. And I'd, I'd make it up to the game if I could. It's on PC, it's beautiful on PC. They thought they're probably like a nine out of ten, but for me, it's like yeah, base PS4 consoles, last generation. It's like maybe a seven or an eight. Hmm. Spoken like a true IGN who who give every game, no matter how bad, a seven or above. Now, apparently they give the console version a four. Hmm. Wait, and for me, and for me, it's personally like a seven or an eight. Because the story has been fine so far. And I like the RPG elements and the gameplay of it. So for me, it's like probably more like a seven. Okay. I could see it being an eight on last gen consoles. And, uh, but it is inexcusable for how it was put out in. It should have taken another six months and put a demo out in December. Right. But how would you do a demo for an open world game? You can do it. It's been done. Anthem got a demo, which I know don't compare it to Anthem, but it did. I mean, Mass Effect Andromeda has a demo that where you play the whole game, but you only have 10 hours to play it. Resident Evil 2 had a demo. Mm-hmm. So it, it's been done. Mm-hmm. Is that it for, Cyber, for Cyberpunk? Yeah, that's about it. I am disappointed in the game. It's not the game I was promised. It was not let out when it was done. It should have waited till April and patch out everything and let out a demo in December. 
I mean, and CD Projekt has lost a lot of the good faith I put in them. I mean, um, maybe maybe this is part of why Halo Infinite got delayed till late next year because of the controversy when that got revealed, the gameplay. Craig, apparently, apparently that was like a couple week old build that the developers sent out where you saw Craig for the first time, but then now they've like completely fixed it. I was like, the hardest choices require the strongest wills. We lost Craig, but it's supposed to be better. Because I mastered my boy. Because I massacred my boy. The facial animation should be better. It's like, Craig, we lost a soldier. I do think that there should be a, a Craig Easter egg in the final build. There should and, be. And, and hopefully an achievement relating to it. I did learn something today. Hmm. I watched a YouTube video something today that you can do photo mode in Cyberpunk and there's multiple poses and so there's a your breathtaking pose hmm. from Keanu Reeves. Oh. <laughs> Back in like 2018 with they? Oh yeah, that. E3. It's like it's breathtaking. It's like your breath, your breathtaking. It's like Uno reverse card. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Um, yeah. So, um, about what about what we've been up to since July, late July. Uh, well, I saw Tenet. Zach saw Tenet later on. Wait, uh, when did you see Tenet? I saw I saw like the second week it was out. Uh, what? When did it come out? Mm, hang on. Uh, it's September third, like a month after. I saw it on my birthday. Okay, so that was about a month later. Yep, it was about a month later. Okay. Um, yeah, I saw it around like a week or two after it came out. But um, yeah. So if this is if this is the last movie I see in theaters, I wouldn't be mad, but also wouldn't be totally satisfied about being last last movie I saw in theaters. Although to be fair, the last movie I saw before that in theaters was um, my parents forced me to watch the the Call of the Wild movie like a few days before COVID hit. Oh, that was Harrison Ford with the yeah. Saint Bernard. Yeah. And they CGI'd the same for Nerd, I think. Yeah. Um, but uh so I got the 4K Blu-ray Blu- of Tenet, and it looks really good. Um well actually so I have a 4K player, my Xbox One S, but it's not plugged into my 4K TV because reasons. And um and let's see. It looks really good on the blue on the blue, the Blu-ray. I still have to t- I still have to check out the special features. But so when I when I was done watching it the first time, but the first time my dad and I were talking about it, like what does this mean? What does that mean? The whole drive home. What are you confused about for Tenet? Oh, also, uh, audience, uh, spoilers for Tenet from this point forward. Uh, what was I was confused about like. A lot of their time travel stuff. I was like, wait, so he's inverted now and he's going back two weeks. He can't breathe air, but we see him in this shot that he is breathing air. So I was, and this was the second time my older brother saw it. I was like, so how does that work? Like, oh, so pretty much 
to go back in time, you have to physically walk back two weeks. Yeah. And so that's what he said there. But when they were going in the airport, I think there was a time travel machine there. Not positive. Yeah, there was. And so once he went through the airport time travel machine, then he was corrected in that time. It's like, oh, so he could. So he was bre- he was breathing pretty much backward air. But mm-hmm. then once he went through the machine, he can breathe forward air. I see, I see. That's how to do it. And also the final climactic battle was a bit confusing because yeah. throughout there, I was just like thinking quantum mechanics. Like, wait, so if he's going there and then here and then I'm confused. I'm just going <laughs> to, it's beautiful. And then how they destroy a building is from one person's perspective, like the top part is destroyed, but another person's perspective, it's like a middle part or it's vice versa. Those I can't recall. Wait, those were different perspectives, like like what like inverted versus not inverted. Yeah. Oh, uh, that makes sense. That's I what think, I thought. I was I think, like, I and then how a person dies because he like inverts into a wall. Oh yeah. <laughs> because it was originally blown out, but then it kind of inverts right back into its wall state, and a person dies throughout there. So that's cool. I like that. This is a very ambitious movie, and I like a lot of the fight scenes, and also where. The protagonist, this is literally what he's called, is the protagonist, is fighting his past self in oh, the um, airport. I was like, that's cool. That's I've, cool. Um, I have a thing about that. Um, so for that, that was the first scene that was shot for the whole movie. Like the first scene that they shot, like, well, not chronologically. You, you know what I'm saying? It's the first, it's the first scene that they shot. And yeah. because, they, because Nolan wanted them to start with the toughest scene. Yeah, I could see why that would. That would be tough. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Also, he also crashed. He also crashed a plane into an airport, which I thought that was kind of anticlimactic. Uh huh. Yeah. Just a plane crash itself. I was expecting like a big explosion in the airport. No, it's kind of like it crashes in some little explosions. That's it. Yep. <sighs> Well, he likes to do stuff. He likes to do stuff pr- practically. So that's true. That, he can he he could blow up a building, but why would he? He yeah. Because like he, in the opening scene, he blew up a roof, but he didn't blow up the whole building. Yeah, yeah. But I very much love Tenet because the last movie, I last new movie I saw before that was Rise of Skywalker back last December. Wait, you saw that? I did in theaters. I saw it with two friends of mine who were also big Star Wars fans. Where I'm a big Star Wars fan. I just hate Disney Star Wars. There's a difference. Yeah. It's like my two friends and I, we hated it too. And I was, afterwards, I was talking. I was like, dude, they made Finn such a pussy. And my friends were like, why? I was like, because I will sum up what he does in that movie. (gasps) Ray! Ray! Ray, you shouldn't do that. And it's like, no, friend zone. Finn is a simp. <laughs> he is. That's why I told him. It's like, Finn is a simp, and he got friend zone and caught why so hard. Um, yeah. He didn't the, want that the, BBC. The day that I saw, the, well, the night I saw Rise of Skywalker, uh, it was the same night that, I did, that we did our, the, our most recent land party. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, so... Um, um let's see so about tenet um i like the score 
Oh, the score is awesome. It uh, wasn't done by Hans Zimmerman. It was, it was done by someone called like Ludwig Gorenson, who does the same music and score as in Mandalorian. Huh. Same guy. Well, I thought I thought it was the same person who did the Joker score, but then that's Hildur something or other who is also also a different gender. So I got that wrong. (laughs) But um, yeah, Tenet basically makes sense to me now. I think basically when when the protagonist kills uh, the the Indian woman, like as in the country. um, Yeah. Yeah, so um, that's because um, she was going to she was going to kill the cat because loose ends, and the the phone that he gave cat was going to let him know when the cat was going to get killed. So, also the protagonist created tenant. Did you catch on to that? The protagonist created tenant. Who is yeah. tenant? Tenant is an organization. Oh. Oh yeah, because oh, who who's the who's the supporting actor to the protagonist? His Robert friend. Pattinson. Robert Pattinson, because he's from the future and he said they've been friends for a very long time, but he knows he's going to die yeah. here. But he's coming back there because the protagonist sends him back there too, and then creates Tenon, this organization to help save the past, so that way the futures don't exist, and so that way the Earth will not be completely obliterated. I felt like I learned Crash Course Quantum Mechanics from this movie. Same. Who needs to go to college? Just <laughs> Tenet. <laughs> yeah. That's why I told um, my brother he said same. Yeah. Um, let's see. I think you understood Tenet more than I did the, um, after seeing it in, for one viewing. Although, to be careful. Throughout the movie, I was, I was kind of just fiddling with my hands and mouthing myself with the place so he's there and that there they're inverted and uh uh this is too confusing <laughs> look pretty shot oh explosion um have you heard the theory that neil is cat's son neil okay who is cat cat is the tall tall is the tall uh Leventress. tall blonde tall blonde Oh, so Neil, who is Neil? Neil is Robert Pattinson's character. Oh. Do you want to know the... Okay, it's not official, but Nolan flat out said... Okay, he didn't flat out say it. He basically said maybe. He basically... Someone asked him about that in an interview, and he said, well... He basically said something along the lines of, well, you hear rumors about the royal family. They don't confirm if that's true. That's right, because then he and... Then her and the Russian mobster have a son. Yeah. So I heard yeah, I've so, I heard about so that because my older brother told me that on the drive back. I was like, yeah, that could be her son. Yeah, because the theory is that Maximilian, when it's spelled with an E N at the end, is the is uh the last four letters, uh hang on. L I E N is it Neil backwards. Inverted, yeah. if you will. Insert inception noise. Um, oh, um, I've I did think that the score could uh, kind of like overlap over the dialogue a little too much. Oh, god, yes, you need subtitles to watch it properly. I could listen to it, granted, I was in the theater, so no, I mean, I think the theater made it worse because the sound is louder. 
I also have very good hearing. Um, so I, I, um, low attention span. after, after seeing a tenant a second time, um, so you know how there's a bunch of like, how it's a spy movie and all that, but yeah. they go to various exotic locations. Very good spy film. Yeah. Like, like I said, the last movie, the last new movie I saw before that was Rise of Skywalker. So I was very happy to see a new, actually good movie. I did go in theaters with my older brother to watch Empire Strikes Back. I was like, a good Star Wars movie. Wait, you saw Empire Strikes Back in theaters? Yeah, and I was and I was watching it there. I was like, okay, it's good, but I don't remember why I loved it so much. And then it gets to Cloud City. I was like, now I remember. <laughs> Lando 2, Darth Vader, everything Cloud City is just perfect. Yes. Um, and Hoth, I think. Hoth is pretty good. Yeah, that's what I was like. Hoth is pretty good. Yoda is hilarious. Mm-hmm. That's really it and Dagobah part, and then there's just Cloud City. Yeah, Redfield Redfield kind of goes on for a while. It's kind of slow. Yeah. You know, um, let's see. So as I was saying, I, you know how they go how for a tenant, it's literally like one scene in this country, one scene in this country, and so on and so forth. They spent they yeah. go like ten different locations in like a half hour. Yeah. Um, I guess. I have a theory on why they did that. So that Nolan can flex on all the peasants. <laughs> the peasants being the audience, at least. Because, um, so, there, so uh, for me to, for me to uh, elaborate, there was a movie I saw called Planet Terror, where the last scene is, um, is, set, is set on a beach uh, in like South America or, or Central America or something. The director went to went to that beach in South or Central America, did some shots there, and then, um, but he had the everyone else, the cast and crew, be on a set like a green screen, and they green screened the beach in in it. So basically, he went on he went on vacation, got a few shots, and claimed and claimed it as um as a write off on his tax return. I think Nolan did something kind of similar, but he let other people join in a little bit. Oh, did you hear about uh, Tom Cruise? Oh yeah, about COVID and Mission Impossible Seven. Yeah. Yeah, I listened to the audio and I'm like, I, I can understand the guy. I can understand. Yeah. Because I think COVID is overblown, but he knows that they're going to get shut down if it's too much. Right. Or they would have to stop producing it. And I was like, I can understand why he's pissed. Because mm-hmm. it's overblown disease, but he knows what's going to happen. I was like, and people need to pay off college debt, get food. They need jobs, create thousands of jobs. Like, I can understand where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. I can. It's like, also, I can understand the man. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Um, you, you know how no, Nolan seems to really like time, like a bit too much. Yeah. Um, so I so I wrote in quotes, <laughs> as you can see on the on the Google Doc. I wrote in quotes. Christopher Nolan wants to fuck time. Emma Thomas may be his wife, but time is his mistress. <laughs> well, that was Inception, which I don't know a whole lot about. Isn't the Inception a dream world? Yeah, but but as but in each layer, time goes slower in each stream layer. Oh, um, space, both. 
It seemed like space, but it makes sense. Yeah. No, no, but like you know how when you're dreaming, it, dreams can can last a long time, even though you've been asleep for like a few hours. Yeah, mine usually just goes by quick. Okay, well that's why. That's why it's like that. Hmm. Okay, uh, I played Spider-Man Miles Morales. Um, I'll probably get that when that's on sale on PS Five. Probably will be this Christmas, or something. I don't play a game on PS Five till next year. Oh no, I meant like the, the game, not the system. Oh yeah, and it's perfectly fine on PS Four, um, as opposed to PS Five. But um, I think it's better than the OG Spider Man PS Four in every way, except for story. story. That's what I've heard. Yeah, and Peter's character model, which he looks the same age as Miles, if not younger, which... I don't like I, that. I don't like his new character model. Yeah. I don't. I liked his old one. Yeah. And the music is less good, too. Although there are a few bangers in that soundtrack. Yeah. But Miles Morales gives you the exaggerated swagger of a black team. <laughs> That's why I like to play superhero games. Not to have a deep, connected, personal story and fun gameplay. It's because I'm woke. That's why. Honestly, the path the reason that meme blew up is because the guy was accidentally kind of racist. <laughs> it's pretty racist, actually. Yeah. <sighs> I find it funny that you and I are actual true hip- hippies. Or at least I'm pretty much a hippie. Back from the seventies, right? Well, how how am I a hippie? I mean, you kind of agree with a lot of my attitudes. A lot. That's fair. You're just not you're just not ballsy like I am. Right. I mean, there's, so you call it ballsy, I call it foolish, but eh, you do you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, one of the jokes I made it was like, wait, it was like humans solve their problems and get by hurt over everything. Like chimps, they solve it with murder and violence. We should solve it like bonobos, our closest ancestors, with sex. Like I said, true hippie. I also, it do, when I'm drunk or high, I can make friends with anyone. I could dislike a guy completely sober. I could, he could be the best friend of my entire life if I'm drunk. Right. Like I love this guy. Didn't you? Didn't you hate him like three hours ago? But and now, best friend. He's the best friend ever. Y'all smoke out with me? Oh fuck yeah, man! I'll smoke out with anyone. Um, you know how you know how I told you we should uh when COVID's over we should like do movie commentaries. Yeah. Um, and so I think I think we should do the room and. Um, so basically, Zach, when he sees literally anyone when he's high or drunk, I, and let me test my timing as always. I don't have to, okay. I am, so, hello, Mark. I'm so glad to have you as my best friend. What's the story, Mark? Oh, we also need spoons. Oh, yeah. That's a tradition. It is a tradition. Yeah, um, I don't think that. I don't think that throwing spoons at, spoons at the TV will, will help, though. But we should, like, eat, even if it doesn't use a spoon to be eaten, we should eat popcorn with spoons. 
It's the way Tommy would want it. <laughs> I don't think anyone knows where he truly is from, still. He says he's from New Orleans, but let's be honest, he's from Eastern Europe. <laughs> or something. I don't care, man. I would smoke out with him. Dude, anyone, everyone would. Or everyone who he's knows about natu- He's naturally high. Like, I would... Well, actually, I'll smoke out with anyone, but I especially want to smoke out with him and Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Um, I I had a joke about the wake the fuck up samurai meme that I, in my head, a few weeks ago, I forget what it was. Wake the fuck up, Sampai. We have a We have a city to burn. (laughs) Yeah. For context, we have a friend who would nickname Sampai because, of course, we did. <laughs> I nicknamed him Sampai. He, he hates it. it. Yeah. He hates it, and I and and he particularly said "fuck you, Zach" when when all of my friends, which all of our friends, stuck with the nickname and called him Sampai too. You you know it, Zachary. And oh, I don't I, care. I remember the I remember the joke. Wake the fuck up, Zachary. We have a podcast to do. Never mind. It was, it was a stupid joke. but And then Jesus, okay. So we have a friend who's even whiter than us, but we call him Jesus, and I say he's part Asian. Yeah, you do the math. By, by, you, we were playing... math, by you do the math, he means that Jesus is naturally good at math. That makes him Asian. That's, that's exactly. your logic, right? Exactly. And I told, and he was arguing with me one day while we in the middle of D&D. And so I grabbed a D20. I was like, okay, persuasion check. If I roll this D20, you are part Asian. How high am I rolling? He said nat 20. I roll a nat 20. And I looked at him. I was like, you are now part Asian. I don't care. You will always be part Asian, no matter who you are. I will try to fix a birth certificate to make sure you are part Asian. Everyone will have to know you as part Asian now. I was like, no, they don't. I was like, Nat 20, don't lie, bitch. The Nat 20 does not lie. Um, if I recall, um, a while back, you put a TikTok in the group me that was about Asians being good at math, and you did at Jesus. Yep, it was Asian man on TikTok. Yeah. It was like, I can't get this homework done. Who can get a homework done in one minute? Asian man, I was like, me, when Jesus, when he sees me having trouble in math, he comes up to me like, Asian man. Yep. Um, it's true. He's, he's got to be part Asian. Yep. He um, also knows some programming and he's good at business. It's, he's yeah. got to be part Asian. Then that 20 does not lie. Yep. That I he, may, lie. he may only be half a percent Asian, does not matter. Right. Um, I saw a YouTube video called Proving with DNA that I am very white. We used to make a video called, well, not a video, but like something called Proving with DNA that Jesus is part Asian. He's part Asian. No one is that smart at all those things he is. And he's good at video games too. So the question is does he play StarCraft 2? No, that he doesn't. So if he did, he would definitely be part Asian. Yes. All the people are like, that's insensitive. The Nat 20 does not lie. 
I'm sorry. That is D&D rules. That is an instant. You get a net 20, you instantly persuade anyone to you. It was a persuasion check. And the D&D campaign has made it canon. Exactly. I, I, I hope that the, that the um, Dungeon Master, the DM, um, put that down <laughs> in the thing. It was me. Was oh, good. <laughs> but that was the campaign that you led? Yep, that was the campaign I led senior year. Yeah. Of high school. Yep. And so no matter what, every time he says, I'm not part Asian, I will always bring that up. It's like, Nat 20 <laughs> does not lie. Yeah. I was like, roll it again. I was like, I have no need to. Just, just I rolled a Nat 20. No. Nope. Watch it randomly say 21 for no reason. No attribute bonus, no nothing. It rolled to on 20. It's a net twenty. What he should have done is is um is tell you to roll another d twenty, and it comes up also as also as as two twenties. I would I, I would look at him as like you're definitely Asian. <laughs> definitely, there's no denying it. Well, uh, is there anything else you want to talk about this episode, Zach? <sighs> Oh yeah, uh, Mandalorian season two was on a rocky start, but that was oh, oh that was oh that episode that came out yesterday was mm, so good. Um, some of the new Star Wars shows look interesting, and I'm looking forward to like Ahsoka, Kenobi, Bad Batch. Yeah. What else? Taika Waititi, I'm wondering what he's working on in Star Wars. But some of the new Marvel Disney Plus shows. I'm looking for um, Falcon and Winter Soldier is not what I thought it would be. I thought it would be like the Winter Soldier movie, but a TV show, like as far as tone goes. I have, I have not been proven wrong yet, but... I'm starting to be less persuaded that that is the case. I'm happy that Zemo was coming back. I hope they make him look like an act like actual Baron Zemo, like at least a martial artist. Wait, he is. Nice. Yeah. Cool. He was also a Nazi, so yeah, he was the first leader of Hydra. So, isn't uh, Baron the guy who was in the computer in Winter Soldier? Nope, that was Fano Dunn's structure. Oh, yeah. That, that, no. that one, yeah. Anam Zola. Nope, that's it. Strucker was the person, the Hydra boss that could kill the Age of Ultron. Oh, yeah. Arnim Zola was the one in the computer, Winter Soldier. That sounds right. Loki looks good. WandaVision, I'm very much looking forward to because I love Scarlet Witch. I've loved Scarlet Witch ever since Age of Ultron. Also, because she is hot, yes. But she also kicks a lot of ass. She is the most powerful Avenger. Froggy confirmed, didn't he? Well, I mean, we all knew that. In her first movie, she instantly disintegrates 20 Ultron soldiers and it just rips Ultron's heart. Right. She could have soloed Ultron from the very beginning if she wanted to. It's like, my heart. Mm-hmm. Even infants vibranium say, like, nope. Solo Daniel's like, happy, come on. I am very much looking forward to WandaVision because it also looks trippy. Yep. It looks very trippy. 
what if looks interesting. Mm-hmm. I hope they go balls to the walls for it. Apparently, um, what's his name? Um, who's the guy that played Black Panther? Chadwick Boseman. It's Chadwick Boseman. He's going to be in it. That is going to be his, like his last role. Huh. Yeah, he's going to be in What If. That's right. Um, I saw the trailer. Yeah, he was supposed to take Star-Lord's place. Yeah. So, what else am I looking forward to? Apparently, there's a secret invasion coming out, which I'm not looking forward to because Marvel butchered the scrolls. Definitely, yes. Uh, Miss Marvel, I'm not looking forward to because that character was never popular. Since yeah, when even... have you cared about what, what's popular, Zach? What? Since when have you cared about, cared about the mainstream? Uh, I mean, when you... Okay, Miss Marvel was originally based off Captain Marvel, which Captain Marvel was originally Mar-Vale. Right. All the way back in the 80s, I believe. Mm-hmm. And he was also the first person to kill Thanos, and he died of cancer. Hmm. Even then, he was named by Captain Marvel, which was a Kree male. His character never sold well. Right. No one really liked him. And then they made him a black chick. That never sold well. And then made it Cap- Carol Danvers, except Miss Marvel, for a long time, rebooted her a couple times. Her stories never sold well. And then made her Captain Marvel, rebooted that a couple times. Her stories never sold well. And then made Miss Marvel Kamala Khan. She never sold well. And her powers are literally copy-paste Mr. Fantastic. She's not original. Okay, now that, you, now that you've explained her powers, I'm on a very similar boat that you are. Except, from what I've heard and seen, Kamala Khan is actually well-received in the new Marvel's Avengers game, which I was like, wow, that's disappointing, where your video game adaptation of the character does better than the sure, original source material. I'm pretty sure the voice actress plays uh, the Kamala Khan in the TV show, I think. I'm not sure. I think. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I mean, open mind, it could be good. I doubt it, but it could be. Mm-hmm. It could be, but I just find that, I just find that funny where the video game adaptation is more well-loved and received than the actual original source material. And it was a horrible <laughs> game, too. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a bad game. I knew it would be. Once I said live service, like, I out. Nope. <laughs> like, nope, he's phantom. I'm peace. I already know it's going to be bad. Mm-hmm. But uh, Halo Infinite's going to be kind of like games as a service. What do you think of that? Yeah, I know that's going to be bad. It's going to be a 10 year journey. I was like, that's exactly what I like to pay $60 for is to wait three years for the game to actually be complete and the game I wanted it to be. But you wow. see, Zach, I have Game Pass, so I don't have to pay it technically. I mean, I could get it too on Fair. my PC. Right. But why do more than, And there's more than just Halo for Game Pass, so... Yeah, but I mean, almost every other game I could get on PC or play PlayStation 4 and play it on my TV. I don't have a desktop. I have a laptop, so... Right. If I had a desktop, I would get Game Pass and just hook up the computer to a TV. Mm-hmm. But I don't, because I am poor... I mean, gaming, gaming laptops are pretty expensive. 
but it's, yeah. laptops yeah. aren't new for school. So, yeah, mine cost me two grand hmm. with all protections applied to it. Yeah, two grand. It was on yeah. sale too. Was it close to two grand? Mm-hmm. Uh, my Mac, my current MacBook, uh, cost me either two or three grand, probably two. So, yeah. Yeah, to be fair, cool. it's got like two terabytes of memory, which of course, good. which of course, Apple tends to overprice their memory. So, sorry, hard drives, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? Else. What else was in the Marvel sizzle thing? Let's see. Because Endor, Cassian's character from Rogue One's game TV show, I never wanted to see that. Rangers of the New Republic, eh, that doesn't seem that interesting. Rogue Squadron is done by the first female director of a Star Wars movie. I'm like, oh, who cares? Granted, it's the director of Wonder Woman, the first one. Right. That movie is fantastic. Yeah, I'm like, who cares? Okay, she has a different part to her. Yeah, so what? I care about the actual character of a person. Right. But Ryan Johnson is a writer of the movie. I'm like, okay, then. Not really going to care because it's probably going to be bad. Right. Even though Knives Out looked good to me. Really? Oh, uh, oh, Knives Out. Yeah, Knives Out was good. Oh, it was because I saw the cast. There was Chris Evans, Daniel Craig, and um, the original actress of the Halloween movies. I forgot oh, her uh, name. Jimmy Lee Curtis. Oh yeah, she's good. Yeah. So that movie, that movie was good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Because I was hoping it was, but I saw right. I was looking at it. It's like, oh, it has a lot of these good actors and actresses. Oh, that looked at Ryan Johnson like, oh, I still have PTSD from Last Jedi. Right. And I was watching a Jeremy Johns review where he was thinking that Disney would make the sequels not canon anymore. Said they've done it once before. It's called Legends now. I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, I doubt that's going to happen, though. I really wish so. But the High Republic is meant to promote diversity because Star Wars was never diverse. Like, really? I know. Leia, Ace Windu, of course. Ahsoka, Padme, Glocoon, technically. I, I mean, it's also a galaxy filled with alien species. You don't get much diverse than that. I know. Um, also, Kit Fisto allows people who identify as uh, hentai monsters to have to have a character to, to call their own. <laughs> uh, who else? There was assassins like top tier bounty hunters in Clone Wars. There was Ventress of Soka, the Night Sisters, yep. who the death of Mirins, which is the males, is ruled by the Night Sisters. That's that's not patriarchy. That's a matriarchy on that planet. Yep. Is there anything in Legends that you remember? Legends that I I was more interested in Old Republic Legends, which was. Revan, 
Sith sorcery, Sith alchemy, right. old Sith, Sith warblades, Plagueis, Tenorbis, Plagueis' master, Palpatine, Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. I was very much focused on the Old Republic, which, of course, High Republic only takes a couple hundred years before Phantom Menace. I'm like, why, why can't we not get Revan? Please, make Keanu Reeves Revan. I have heard rumors of that. I was like, he can do it. I know he can. Wake the fuck up, former Jedi. We have a te- Jedi temple to burn. See, it still fits. We have Mandalore to take over. I mean, Mandalore already tried getting taken over in uh, the Clone Wars. Yeah. Yeah. And then apparently the Empire glassed it. Right. Wait, and glassed it? Yeah, that's what Boba said in the new Mandalorian episode. It's just glass. Now. So they pulled a covenant? Yeah, apparently. Oh, shit. <laughs> Um, Joseph Staten um, called, oh sorry, Star Wars, Joseph Staten Staten called. He wants his idea back from, stolen from the Halo games. What? Which one? Uh, Glass in the Planet. Joseph Staten wrote the first three Halo games. I want to see that, hey, I think it was supposed to be a Halo movie, but now it's a Halo TV series. Yeah, there were some images and, of, of the set that got released uh, yesterday. And it's Neil Blomkamp. I, I like his stuff, the, by the way. Neil Blomkamp. All I saw was District 49, which very much is horror. I just don't like how it was shot. But low budget. I mean, what can you do? I mean, I, but, I like the way it was shot. I really don't. I don't like that found footage stuff. Okay. Uh, I did like the creature design, though. I very much thought that was cool. Like, everything with the prawns was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Chappie was all right. Also, have you heard of Halo Landfall? I've heard. That's a book, isn't it? No, no, no. Uh, Halo Landfall is a eight-minute YouTube video, sort of. That's right. He, that uh, was, uh, he created it. Wasn't that promotional material for Halo ODST? Uh, I think. No, no, wait. That was something else. No, it, it, no, it, was, uh, it was a prototype for the Halo movie. Because he was going to direct it, Long Camp was. Yeah. yeah. But so. now he's back in the role. He was also supposed to create new alien movies. Oh, that would, be, that would have and been. Apparently, awesome. that would have been. And he would, I think he'd do a whole lot of good with the big budget and the alien license. Yeah. And he was going to retcon Alien 3, make new takes, Ripley, like retcon everything. That, After would, Colonial Marines, would they de-age uh, Ripley? No, what? I think I think they were going to make her old. They were going to make everyone older. Hmm. But they decided to go with Ridley Scott, which so beautiful movies he's done, but I don't like them. I don't like them. Right. Characters are so fucking dumb. It's so fucking dumb. Especially in Alien, especially in Alien Covenant. Oh yeah, it's like, hey, all our friends just got brutally murdered, and we heard half of them die brutally. Let's have sex in this shower. And then they die, and I saw the theaters. I'm like, good. They were dumb. It's a dumb thing to do. Good. Yeah. I'm glad they got brutally murdered. Uh, side note, do you want to know how they got slashers to radar R when it showed people having sex? 
Uh, because they would tell the censors, oh, but you see, it's fine. Because it shows that having sex will get you killed. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I told you about that, that in was, our movie ratings episode. Yep, that was back in the 80s. 70s. 70s. Or 80s, yeah, yeah. Where a lot of people, well, there's also a lot of counterculture where a lot of people, you know, a lot of younger people would have premarital sex and then all of the older generation. Like, that's, that's just unethical. I mean, as a true hippie, it's like, yeah, sure, why not? Let's <laughs> smoke weed too. Who gives a fuck? I, I'm a true hippie. Can't wait till I become a biologist and I'll have all my nerdy tattoos. I'm like, I'm the hippiest of all of you. Don't pat me. <laughs> okay, let's... I don't really care about much of anything. I am as hippie as you can get. Right. Um, so do you want to end this episode now? Uh, also, one thing I'm looking forward to, hopefully it comes out in my lifetime, is the Metal Gear movie. Oh god, yes. Which I think it could do better as a series. Mm-hmm. Like Mandalorian. Right. And have it like be seasons, but uh, I hopefully it's good. I'm guessing it, I'm um, guessing it, I'm Oscar guessing it. Isaac is that him? Yeah. Yeah, he's supposed to play Solid Snake. I was like, oh, he could be good. Right. Um, do you think it'll be a retelling of MGS1? Um, I think so, but I have seen it where he's, like, taking ideas from, like, all of the games, and he's putting, like, um, like a new, what's the original Cyber Ninja's name? Oh, uh, Gray Fox? Gray Fox, yeah. He was gonna put the, him against, like, Orex, Oray, Geckos. And then I think I saw like Raiden was supposed to be a cyborg too. Oh, give me a minute, I'm getting a phone call. Right. So he's kind of mixing it all together. Yeah. Interesting. Could be awful though. I mean, look at the Monster Hunter movie. Although they, although yeah, they had no idea what, the, what they were doing. It was literally just, let's yeah. call it Monster Hunter, let's make a military movie. Bye. What? What were you saying? Oh, I was saying that, um, as long as you don't make it like the Monster Hunter movie. Oh, dear God. I've heard... Well, the monster designs are cool, but not really much you have to do there. But I've seen... I watched a Chris Stuckman review, and that his action scenes are shot like a lot, like taken from Liam Neeson, like 18 different shots for him to go over a fence. Like, uh... I mean, it makes sense for Taken, kind of, but not this. Yeah, and his shots will be like blurry and like janky. I'm like, eh, I don't need to. Right. I don't. I don't need to waste my time and my money. I see it works for Jason Board and not much else. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I would love to see Gray Fox fight Raiden. I think it could do better as a live action TV series. Like, I think Halo could do better as that too. Definitely. Plus, um, TV series are more likely to be seen by niches than movies, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Because and I also think you can tell a better story. Right. Because you have more time. Yeah. Not saying that everything needs to be turned into a TV series. Right. But, like, but I think a lot of video game material, if they want to bring it onto the screen, I think a lot of video game material should be a series because... I mean, you have these 
even shorter games that are like six hour long stories, how do you fit that in two hours? Exactly. Because like, um, so there, there was a book series that I read as a kid. I tried to adapt it to a screenplay last year. Um, and I, because everyone was like, oh, you should make a, it was a ton to author. Or you should, or you should, you should make a Pendragon movie. I, and I was like, you fools. It should be a TV show. Because what, ha- what, they did, what they did with a series of unfortunate events, what Netflix did was they made a three-season TV show that, for 10 bucks. I, I was thinking they could do something similar with the series that I liked that no one's read. Um, but, yeah. What would be one video game of mine? There is one, but it's done... It's been done twice and it's been in movie. Doom. 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 I like to see that done in a movie. Actually done right. I was like, oh, this is symbolical hell. Or it's like, you don't need a man to be Doom guy. I was like, I could believe him. Smashy demon skulls and you are a stick. I don't believe that. How can you handle the BFG? I could believe The Rock or Carl Urban could. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's about it for me. Wait, let me think of one series I'd like to see. Fallout. Maybe. In TV show. Also, Dungeons and Dragons. In TV show. Right. And just in case, put Jeremy Iron as a cameo. It's like a crazy guy. Why? Because he was in the original 90s Dungeons and Dragons movie. Oh, yeah. I could use every ounce of your rage. I did it. <laughs> it should just be a crazy guy as a cameo. This would be a portal movie. That would be decent. Yeah. I mean, there's been short films, so. God of War series. Oh, God. That would be awesome. Probably. Yeah. What would be funny is like a Dark Souls movie or a series. Fat roll. Like, there would be so many funny memes. Praise the sun. Mm-hmm. The, only, the only problem is that you can't have, you can't really have the protagonist die multiple times in the movie without it being like a time loop. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god, what would be one very obscure one? Fine. Bioshock? I mean, it's not obscure, but like, Bioshock? Vanquish. The Platinum Games. Oh! It was a third-person cover shooter, and where you got a jetpack on you, and you could just slide along the ground very fast. Hmm. Oh, that game was hell of fun. Knowing at times, but hell of fun. I think that could be a good movie. A nice, dumb movie. They should make the first Black Ops into a, into some kind of movie. What is some games I got? Crisis? That could be a movie. I didn't even know there was a plot for Crisis. It's not like Aliens. Oh, okay. That's really about it. It's just aliens. Oh, and they got Doom. 
Zach, yeah. What? <clears throat> what about Mass Effect? Definitely Anthem, and you know why I say Anthem? Because yeah. Neil Blomkamp did a live action trailer for Anthem before the game came out. I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah, he did, and it looked good, better than the game itself. <laughs> I'd like to see if they made Star Wars Force Unleashed canon, because that's not. Or if they made Knights of the Old Old Republican TV series. God, Revan. Yeah. Ugh. Infamous, Red Dead. Yeah, I'd like to see Mass Effect like a series. Yeah. This one. Yeah, so I got to be done and head off. Okay. Uh, so is that it then? That's it. Okay. Talk to you later. Bye. Later. Bye.